Bose Cafe. <laughs> a place where you can be safe until you make a mistake. Until we decide to play with it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Place of uh, unmitigated piling on. Harassment. Well, David, you just need to know that means you, you're, you're in. Oh, yeah. that, that, yeah, you're accepted, David. That's the vote of acceptance. Yeah. Oh, man. We're glad you can be at Bo's Cafe, David. Here I am. What have you been doing the last few days, anyway? What's I don't know. It feels like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> David, you rocked the Casbah, man. We've, we've been awesome. recording some, uh, some nice audio and video together for our Trust One campus, and it has been a good experience overall. I mean, there's some funny things that come out of it, but... We were praying that it would go well, and it was a good, good thing. Yeah, we've done a lot of talking in the last several days. Yeah. Hey, David's been our producer, our director, our caterer, <laughs> yeah. you name it. He's, he's done it all. Yeah. Yeah. Equipment yeah. I mean, procurer. He built the studio. He built the studio. Right. And what do you do in your spare time, David? I just hang out with my kids good. and my wife. Good. Yeah. Oh, that was a great experience. This that really was. was. Yeah. Well, starting in January... Uh, that first class for the Trust One Center, yes. the Certification in High Trust Leadership, will start up. And uh, we'll have a number of faculty besides uh, the three co-authors. One of them was here with us these last few days, Bill Tell. He's still here. He's still here. Yeah. Can't get rid of him. You won't let me go. And uh, so, Bill, uh, talk to us about what's it been like. What's it been like to be teamed up with the three musketeers? Yeah. The three amigos. Um, I, think, I think one thing, it, the amount of affirmation that you receive as being a part of this team is incredibly empowering. Until we went after David there. Yeah. <laughs> we turned on him like pit vipers. Well, I've, yeah. I've just learned you can't make a, state, a mistake when I'm yeah. around you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as long as you're perfect, you'll yeah. be affirmed. Isn't that what we teach? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a delight to yeah, work and with you. I think the affirmation in the trust that, that is incredibly empowering. Yes. Um, even when I'm not here. I mean, to go back into my own world, in my own environment, to know the affirmation and the trust is, is it just incredible. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Praise God. That's good. You know, uh, we're, we're hoping to have numbers of adjunct faculty down through the years, and I, I suspect there will be scores and scores of individuals, uh, men and women, who are in all spheres of influence who are going to be able to take this certification in high trust leadership this 30 weeks and then be able to walk their friends or those that they're mentoring through this yep. course. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. Um, when you think about all that opportunity, I mean, what, what, does it, what does it do for you after all these years of, mm. you know, like the three of us have been hanging out for a long time, yeah. but this is the first time. I yeah. think that we really get to multiply the voices. Yeah. I, I have a couple responses, Bruce. One is that when I do sit down with somebody and talk to them about, the from our perspective, the significance of this class, and they believe that we believe they could be a facilitator, 
I, I'm watching them go, then I want to come. I want to, I want to, it's part of what you were just saying. The affirmation from us to them that they could actually do this, uh, because we believe they can, they're ready That's and right. they can do it, I, I think is really empowering. And, and the other thing is, we're ready to do it. I'm talking about us, the five of us here. We're ready to do this. We, we really believe that we are at that point where we can, with a well-thought-through class for a whole year, end up with people who will have enough depth of conviction to be able to take this into their spheres of influence and make it work. Mm. And, and uh, even as I've been gone now these last this short season, different trips, each time when I say this publicly with them, and I say to them, and, and, and then next year you won't need me, and they just kind of go, really? I said, yeah, you won't need me. You have people in this room who can do what I mm. just did. That's wonderful. That, that to me yeah. is, a, is a huge plus, huge plus. Yeah, even though it's a year-long class, yeah, the content's really quite simple. Yeah, you know, and I find as I go over it and over it and, and through the scriptures, it just gets simpler and simpler and simpler. Yeah, yes. that's well said. You, you see, just yeah. a couple of paths through the gospel of right. the gospel through the New Testament. Yes. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. I mean, Bill Thrall just mentioned convictions that these folks would teach with conviction. And then you said, and it gets simpler and simpler and simpler in those convictions. Yeah. Give us a couple of the like the top areas that you hope everyone might go away with uh, after a year of study. Well, I think the first one for me that comes to mind is that I'm a new creation, that I have a new nature in me, I have a new heart, um, that God is actually not just declared me to be righteous and holy, but he, he's planted that DNA in me. And so I don't have to work at changing. I just, as, as, as Bill says so well, I, I can now live out of who I am. Um, and, and I think, wow, I'm different. But I think that is absolutely foundational. And if we, if we don't grab hold of that one, we're not living in reality we, we, we don't have a handle on what God is saying is true about us. And we're trying to live the Christian life from, from some false premises. And it's not going to work. And those false premises, Bill, go back to what you said, are very complicated. Yes. They're very complicated. They're very complex because there, there are attempts to keep trying to do something. We don't believe this, but we, we don't say we believe it, that God hasn't done. And, and so it's more, it's actually more simple. It's like, yeah, it, Jesus, oh my gosh, went through Calvary, but it's actually pretty simple. I really either believe that or I don't. Yeah, and I, I think that's the second strong conviction that comes to my mind is, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm this new creature. I've, I've passed through the creative hand of God a second time. Am I going to trust that? Hmm. So it's, I'm not who I used to be. Yes. And am I going to trust that? Yes. Because that changes everything Amen. about how I live my life. Amen. And I, Amen. For me, Bruce, those would be the two oh. convictions that just come to the top of my mind right away. We're working on a, a, a Cure short film right now. Hmm. And one of the things that we are playing with is this um, sort of one sentence that might start that short film. Right now, that sentence sounds something like, um, 
the most important decision anyone will ever make in life is what motive they will choose to live by. Mm-hmm. And you're going right to that. Is it pleasing or is it trusting? And if it's trusting, I will eventually find out from God that I am a new creation and I can lean on that. Yeah. And a lot of this, Gary, is the, the gospel actually, in its essence, prohibits pleasing as your primary motive. Yeah. It eliminates it. Amen. You know, even in hearing us talk, David kept telling us on an online course, you have a five to eight minute window to teach. And we said, there's no way with this stuff. It's deep, man. It takes 40 minutes to get a thought out. And, and th- it was so profound. What you're saying, this is so simple and profound that these truths of the original good news, we were banging them out in five to eight minutes because they are simple truths. They're not uh, convoluted in, in their essence. And we can get that truth out to be discussed and be applied in five to eight minutes. And that was, we all did it. Each one of us did it. And it's not that we've perfected this, but the nature of the truths are that way. And it was profound for me to see in these last two days. It's a real privilege to um, be able to write to these uh, these truths of the gospel as well. And, uh, yeah, we will require, like, the cure as reading behind the mask and so forth. But I'm looking at the two of you, and one of you is about to come out with a book in two weeks. Yeah. And another one of you is very close to putting that book in the can. Tell mm-hmm. us about those two books. We've got a couple of minutes left. Well, it Tell us about so all my cool. worst day. It, Bill and I were in the green room, as we like to refer to it, and <laughs> and uh, down in the sweat lodge because we have to turn off the air conditioning for the recording. And Bill is going to take people through the Psalms and just take those very words of the Psalms and say, "Now that's already been realized in you," and those those same truths have been realized in you. And that's going to be his hermeneutic, his personal hermeneutic to start these truths. And then in his book, he's got the yeah buts, the yeah but issues, and the yeah but verses. I can't wait to read that book, though. That, that is going to be... I can't either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, you'll have that written in two months, and then it goes yeah. in the pipeline, and it yeah. uh, should be out sometime early next yeah. year, probably. Could be, could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and the book is, is deeply autobiographical. Because it comes out of my experience. These, these are the lessons I learned about the gospel as a result of a year of depression and, and uh, you know, burnout. Mm-hmm. Wow. Don't ever want depression and burnout, but we're so glad we get the Bill Tell who's, <laughs> who's on the other end of it. Amen. Amen. So we're going to have a book signing. Yes. Uh, John? Uh, yes. Anybody who can make it to Phoenix on October 5th five, that yeah. evening... Uh, we will have room for you in, in Sam Hill's backyard and Shannon Hill's backyard. Uh, so On My Worst Day comes out. And it's already available on our website, trueface.com, and soon it'll be available on Kindle and Amazon. And we're going to write it. We're, write. we're going to speak an audio book uh, for it. David and I are going to go into the studio for that. Yep. And uh, so excited. And then eventually it'll help us we'll also create an audiobook for the cure so these are 
heady times. These are wonderful, fun, fun times for us. Yeah. And so thanks for everyone for who's pray, been praying for this campus and for you know trying, getting after us, getting an audio book up there. It's yeah, uh, it's fun times. It's your derision that has spurred yeah, us on. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today at Bose Cafe, and we hope you join us online as well when uh, this campus really gets up and running next next year. Uh, David may not be coming back to Bo's Cafe after we piled on today. I don't know if he's be back or not. I hope so. We'll take a hiatus. Anyone who wants to join next time. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. See you next week. <laughs>